Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Coming to you on a Wednesday morning, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Keeping one eye on you guys, keeping the other eye on the Mets, Padres, uh, Yankees, Guardians. Yes, I almost stumbled three three names ago. I would have gotten that wrong. But uh, both our teams losing right now. Speaking of losers, boy, I hate to start the podcast on a downer, but race to 10 again last night. We took the T-Wolves. We went with Harry. I'm not going to say it was a bad pick, except that it lost. Uh, we were getting plus money. It's a good we, good pick. We bet on a team to score 10 before the other team, and now we've lost four in a row, and this was a horrible way to lose. What were we up, Ryan? Uh, nine, nine four? Nine four with the ball. With, the ball. with the ball. Seems impossible. That Seven we lost two that. and nine four with the ball. And and we had eight and we put up a three. No, with seven four, we put up a three. Oh, who the hell cares? Mm. Nine four with the ball and we lose. And then, of course, they win every other race, Minnesota, up until I think 92, I think is when the Lakers finally tied it. Anyway, Harry, yep. I don't know how we're going to break out of this slump four in a row now. Uh, luckily, we don't have to worry about this again until Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that was absolutely rough. I mean, that's definitely our worst one I think we've ever had. Brian sends yep. a text message afterwards. Didn't even realize it uh, a couple hours later. They, like you just mentioned, Sal, they won race to five. They won race to 15 to 20, mm. 30, 40, 50. It's the second game time that's happened in a row to us. They won every yeah. one. At least three out of the last four, we would have won race to 15. So um, I don't know. Maybe this is a stupid bet after all. But anyway, uh, the Lakers advance. Also stupid. LeBron, 30 points, 10 uh, rebounds. Uh, Anthony Davis with a ridiculous lunging foul on Mike Conley, who buried so three bad. free throws to uh, send it to overtime. Uh, the big story, though, is the T-Wolves, like I said, double-digit lead, went seven or eight minutes, Brian, without scoring. and um, um, Yeah, seven, without scoring, I think, yeah. A, and then a without basket. a field goal, it was a field goal, right, yeah. without a field right. goal. No, without a field goal, it was long. I mean, it was longer than that. Right. It was longer than seven minutes. I felt like yep. there was a stretch for six minutes they didn't score at all, even a free throw. Well, uh, but yeah. I, they, bad. they missed 11 straight shots. It seemed like more, actually, when I lo- thought about it. I thought it was more than 11, but I guess it was 11. And let me tell you something. I'm going to hammer these teams. Everyone looking to bury the 19-year-olds from Purdue for not being up to par. These guys get paid, and that was pathetic. And get ready for a bunch of three for 27. I hate to be you know negative. Three for 27s from behind the arc. <laughs> right. It's going to be a bunch, You're Harry. Right. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you. I, I I was I'm the dummy for taking Edwards. I had 200 bucks on him uh, over 27 and a half points. Mm. Nine points, nine points. Two of his baskets, two of his baskets were layups. Three of 17 from the field, but something more than that. The game, 40 turnovers combined. Every starter had at least one. And Sal, I don't know. I mean, we've been watching games since we were together since 90. Since 90, I don't recall an NBA game. Is it that hard to get the ball in bounds? Mm-hmm. How many turnovers there in the fourth quarter and just getting the ball in bounds? Well, we talked it's about got- this, whether or not the five of us can get the ball, the four of us <laughs> and Mikey Meatballs can get the ball in bounds right. up five with 10 seconds left. So I don't know. We may have to, we may have to put against How an NBA team. That? 
Really, really bad. So now the Lakers advance, and they're plus 115 against Memphis for that 4-7 series. Um, that feels about right. What do you think, Parley Kid? I'm not I'm not buying this. I mean, I, I lost. I had them to not make the playoffs, and they the, the way they made it was kind of silly. Like, they really just trudged their way through and uh, really not no obstacle since I made the bet. So they knew I made the bet, basically. Yeah. I know. Doesn't it seem like that, Sal? There really hasn't been... Um, they're, uh, you know, on paper, mm-hmm. pretty solid team right now on paper. They're a pretty solid team. And so I, I think they got some, like I've mentioned before, a guy like Vanderbilt, really good glue guy, a winning type of player to go along with a couple of their stars. I, I don't think anybody here is a huge Davis fan, but, mm. uh, solid team, a solid team. They could make some noise. Uh, Reeves has been playing well. They, they're getting production from a lot of different guys. Oh, and that West, that West, West is kind of open to me, Sal. I don't think there's a clear cut uh, team oh, coming so out of the West. So, so up, so up for, grabs. for grabs. I mean, the Lakers could, they could make a run. I hope they don't, but they could. Could yeah. the Mavericks still, Mavericks still in the Shut West? Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> they were, I mean, honestly, though, if they were in this, it's like a coin flip against anybody, right? Like it's not like I anybody. Know, right? Nobody was really avoiding the eight seed, right? So Lakers no. better off right. playing Memphis mm. than um, whoever. You know, Minnesota, if they win, will be right. playing Denver. I don't I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to all the series on Thursday night. We'll uh, we'll put in our best bets. But, uh, so, uh, so I'm not understanding this. Are they just skipping Thursday? So tonight is. Um, yeah. yeah, they did they that doing last that? year. They, they did? did that last year. Mm. They did that last year, too. And so they're putting yeah. two, the, the nine, ten games they, on Friday. Yeah, not the nine, ten, but the, the two losers play on Friday. Whatever. Yeah. The seven, eight losers play on Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, I, I guess they didn't want somebody to have an advantage with um but they could have they could have done it so the seven or eight game yeah loser had an advantage like an extra day versus I guess the they other could do team. That. So they could have the, they could have done that, but they didn't. Both those right. teams that win Friday will play Sunday. All right, so I get it. I get it now. But I just I would have liked to add something Thursday. Anyway, the other game, the actual game that preceded it, Atlanta at Miami, one sixteen, one oh five. This surprised me here. Um Trey Young, 25 points, but by the way, one for eight from three. So there you go. Mm. Uh, and so for them to win, you have to out-rebound Miami 63-39, and that's just what they did. Atlanta is the seven, now goes to Boston. The Celtics are minus 900, six to one uh, on the take back for Atlanta. Uh, Pauly Kid, you were surprised by this effort by Miami, and they have another shot at it. They'll play the winner of Toronto and, um, well, am I getting confused? Chicago tonight, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised uh, at at that effort by Miami. They usually, you kind of I kind of get the feeling they just haven't really put it together this year. I thought they would. Uh, you know, Butler's a pretty is a again we talk about winning ball players. You know, the guy's a hard nosed ball player, plays hard uh, when he's on the court. Um, Spolstra's a really good coach. They just uh, they got they got beaten by a team Sal and, and the Atlanta Hawks that they're they're actually again another team that's got the talent they just kind of underachieved this year mm-hmm. so I think on any given day the Hawks can beat any team and uh, so can the Heat so I, I I don't know but I don't I don't think I want to see the Heat win this next game to be quite honest with you Sal I think I want them just out of the tournament you want point. Toronto Toronto would be fun so they like I yeah, said yeah I think Toronto yeah. Would, yeah. would be the uh, most fun team I mean uh, that you could put in there. Well, so, yeah, that's who we'll be rooting for tonight. That's who you're rooting for, Harry. I mean, we can get right to it. Bulls at Raptors. Um, Raptors. Yeah, I'd like to. I think that'd be fun. I mean, and also you look at that game last night. If not for Lowry, 
Miami will probably lose the game <laughs> by 25. Butler usually is fantastic, fantastic in playoff games, games that matter. Just six of 19. Love and Oladipo did nothing. And the Atlanta bench was really the difference. All four bench players scored in double digits. They had 53 points off the bench. Hawks did. Yep. In a game where Young wasn't the greatest, like you mentioned, Sal. Yeah. I feel like so Lowry, wonder, you, Lowry's our kryptonite, right, Bry? Our playoff kryptonite, Lowry. Oh, yeah. And, well, Lowry used to be. I mean, Lowry used to be Darren's, especially yeah. at, yeah. One, at one point a few years ago until they finally won with uh, Kawhi. But before, yeah. prior to that, he was the guy to go against. But, Sal, didn't you win a bet? Didn't you go minus nine and a half both teams here last no, night? No, I didn't. The, the, the Hawks, you didn't? Uh, no, I, did, I didn't count this as one of the playoffs. Oh, so the that's, play- that, that, oh that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's, that's okay. That's okay. But you would have got... You're right. What that would, would have been a big. A, play. That would be no, a big. Not payoff. a one on winner. Wait, yeah, it, yeah, it nice. was. What do you mean? One sixteen, one oh five. Yeah, Hawks minus nine and a half. Yeah, if you did, you would have got good numbers though for that, yeah. right? I'm gonna sit and study it. Yeah, I think it probably six to right, one or though. something. Maybe on not that. the maybe not the play in because the play in yeah it should be competitive. The other know. ones we'll might see, get away You would from think it. it's competitive, but yeah, both games were you know ten point blowouts in the fourth. Um, we saw, I, I thought for a minute that Minnesota, well, everyone with the plus eight was going to be crying. <laughs> the game went to overtime with the Lakers came out with an early five point lead in overtime. But anyway, let's get to the uh, Wednesday playing games bowl. So there will be no new playoff teams emerging from today, right? So these two, uh, these two games provide a winner and that winner will play the loser from yesterday's games. Bulls at Raptors, Toronto minus six to 12 and a half is the over under. I'm going to take the Raptors here. They won two out of the three, both wins at home or by six or more Chicago two and nine straight up in their last 11 when playing on the road against Toronto. Also really great uh, against the spread record at home for uh, the uh, Toronto 25, 15 and one. Mm. That's a nice run. Shockham had a nice 20 point game when they played last time. He handles this team traditionally and Freddie Van Fleet. I know you guys have a lot to say about Freddie Van Fleet. He snaps out of his slump and our friends to the North take this wraps, get it one fifteen. 104. There was a time Freddie Van Fleet was just a punchline, brother Bry. And uh, because I used to put together those crazy parlays about <laughs> players to not get 20 points. Yeah, she did. A bunch. Remember <laughs> that? And I'd put you a bunch of them who would mm-hmm. average like six points on there. And so you had to put get like 10 or 12 of them together. And I remember Freddie just crushing me. Crushing. Might have been his first 20 point game ever in the playoffs. It was certainly for the playoffs. But uh, yeah, so, but you like Freddie for high score. Yeah, we also used to have a buddy who used to say how fat uh, Freddie was. Um, Freddie was oh, really right. fat. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, Freddie got fat. But yeah, I like him, I, I like him uh, as high score, plus 1,100. Mm-hmm. Look, his scoring's down a little bit this year, but I think I trust this guy in big games. You know, and even with down numbers, he's had 25 or more points in 13 of his last 34 games. Uh, he could go off at any point in time with a ton of threes. It's likely he's going to be able to get up if you looked at the playoffs last year, I think he averaged maybe nine, nine and a half threes. There's a good chance he could get nine or 12 threes up tonight. I think I do think this is more a defensive battle, kind of low scoring. So 27, 28 points could be the winner. Like Siakam has been up and down. I mean, he has some 30 point games, but he also has games where he has 12. Same with guys like DeRozan. For as great as DeRozan's been in prior years, he's been a little bit up and down this he's year. He's another one that kills us, right? He's another he one. Kill, he does kill us. I, I was first thinking of maybe looking at the Rosen, but again, his numbers, while he's averaging like 24 points a game, he's like, again, he's up and down. He's had a couple lower scoring games. Levine, you kind of never know. So I thought plus 1100 versus those other guys who are three, four, five to one. Um, I like those odds a lot better. All right, Harry, and you must like Bry's bet. 
in order to be on board with your own bet, which is Van Fleet over two and a half threes tonight. Yeah, at minus 130, uh, at any given time, he can take over. He's uh, been fantastic in the past in playoffs. Uh, second leading score on Toronto this season. Two of the three games for Chicago this year. He had five and six made threes. He averaged three threes a game in last year's playoffs. And his last 15 playoff games, he has a, had attempted at least 10 threes in 10 of those. So he goes 30%, takes 10%. We're a winner tonight. Mm, all right. Paul, I can't. It was going to be a Van Fleet sweep, but did you find something yeah. else? I know, I know you yeah, like I know. Harris, I have a good one, Sal. And it's, it. it's one I went with on EP uh, and hit uh, last week. I'm taking Patrick Beverly mm. over one and a half steals and blocks combined. Whoa. Uh, this has been a winner in six of his last seven, seven of his last nine. In his last two games, he had. Uh, c- combined um, seven steals alone in those last two games with two blocks, blocks in three straight games. He's a you know he's a guard, so you don't look at him as like a shot blocker, but he does uh, sneak in a block here or there. He's a, obviously an excellent defender. So Beverly at minus one twenty one over one and a half steals and blocks. You know playoff time is Beverly time, right? He's yeah. like he this guy loves the playoffs. He loves the idea of shutting players down. Right. Uh, so let's take him, especially, like I said, he's been hot, and uh, especially in the steel category over the last two games. But one and a half, Sal, minus 121. Let's take it. I like it. And you know what? I like him because he's just type type player just puts his head down, plays ball. You know? That's it. Doesn't, doesn't, That's right. doesn't open his mouth, just gets involved, just, just plays his game. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> My cousin Jimmy was at a game. Did I tell you guys this with the – they had, they had like good seats. And so he was with his son, Kevin, who roots for the Bulls inexplicably. But um, and so Patrick Beverly, it was a game where the Bulls had beaten the Lakers and he was really mouthy. And then someone in the front row said something about, uh, wait, why didn't the Lakers resign you? Why aren't you with the Lakers? And they said, they thought I was like the lion. I had no heart. They thought I was like the cowardly lion. I had no heart. It's like. Well, it was the Tin Man who wanted a heart, right? <laughs> Cowardly Lion. I don't know. So Cowardly Lion's courage. 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 Yeah, courage. right. Yeah, exactly. He's more like the Scarecrow, I think, though, without the brain. But I'm not sure. All right. So the uh, the nightcap is uh, Thunder at Pelicans. Pelicans a five and a half point favorite, 226 and a half. No Zion. Um, again, that's two years in a row. I lose a Zion hmm. comeback player of the year. Zion, is it most, most improved or comeback? Most improved, right? In NBA? Most improved. I have most to keep improved. it ba- I have to run it back, right, Brian? As long as this guy is technically well, on a sh- roster, I have to he keep betting it. But again, he could get, if this was the NFL, he could get comeback. He should never get most improved because when he's on the court, he's great. I mean, he's average 27, yeah, right. 28. I mean, him getting most improved just for being on the court. I don't well, think it might be the ever, dumbest ever of all awards because I think John Moran had most improved, right? Last year? Yeah. Was it, two, yeah, he, so it's, it's, was it last year or two years ago? I guess it was. Was it last year? It might have been. I, like, I think it was last year, right? Yeah. Oh, so anyway, whatever. If he if he wants to play, I'll bet him again because I can't sit back. And then when it happens, um, I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be <laughs> playing with myself here. But anyway, I'm going Brandon Ingram double double. Uh, I actually won a prop yesterday on EP Kyle Anderson to make a three point basket. I thought he'd have a chip on his shoulder. He made two. That's back when the Timberwolves were trying to score. Um, but I like Ingram because he's one of these guys who could just as easily get a double double with assists as he would rebounds, double digit scorer in 30 straight games. So that part's not a problem. Double digit assists in four of the last 10, 
double digit rebounds in three of the last 10. So there's a good chance that something matching up there, some kind of intersection. Yeah. He had 34 against OKC last time they played. So he's poised for a big game. I just have to think I have close to a 50-50 shot at getting a double-double and plus 143. The math seems to add up, at least in my stupid head. Brandon Ingram, double-double. Harry, you got a same-game parlay here. Yeah, let's do this at uh, pace plus 110. Uh, let's start it off with another three uh, prop. I'm going to take C.J. McCollum, veteran, over two and a half threes for the Pelicans, minus two, 165. Had three or more in uh, – three or more in tw- – in his two games played against KC, OKC this year, and three straight playoff series in game ones, McCollum has had three or more threes, and this is game one here tonight. So it, well, basically for the series, it's one game only. And then I also want to take rookie from Arkansas, Jalen Williams of OKC, zero under under half a block. Mm-hmm. Last seven games, he's had zero. He's only had one in his last 10 games. That's at minus 324. So minus 324, under a half a block, <laughs> over two and a half threes, pays plus one time, same game parlor. You're confused, Bri? You're looking into the, the heavens to try Rebel. to, to I, dig I this out. What he, I don't know what he said. I think I at one he point said. he said Kansas City had a team. So good news for uh, Mark Collins, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. So anyway, all right. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Bri, what do you have? You're taking uh, the I'm under. Going yeah. Up, yeah, I'm taking the under 226 and a half. It, it, this number has gone down a little bit. It was like 228 and a half at one point. Mm. Uh, but these one and done game, uh, well, not that they're one and done, but these playing games, the defensive intensity is super high. You could tell the nerves are really high. It seems like, especially early in these games, a lot yeah. of pressure on everyone to perform early. Um, but the playing game, Sal, now between last year and this year have gone under in all eight games. All mm. eight games have gone under. Wow. Whoa. And and it's like and, and some of these aren't even close. I would say like six of the eight games haven't even been close, gone way under by like 20, 25 points here. Um, but also when you look at the matchups between these these two teams in the four matchups, three of these games have had 206 or less this season. Mm. So to me. This number is way, way, way too high. I'll gladly take um, under 226 and a half. This is similar to the NCAA tournament, right? It just the, the unders killed it for the first weekend. And then it like, yeah, then they adjust. Yeah, we'll it, see if it adjusts. We'll see if it adjusts. I mean, eight, all eight, all eight so far. Well, that Lakers went game went to overtime and it still didn't have a chance to go over. So yeah, all right, I like that. That needed a second one. And I don't even know what the second one, if it yeah. was going over. Parlay kid. What do you like? Uh, so I'm uh, going to be taking Josh Giddy uh, over five and a half assists at minus 133. Uh, Giddy averages 6.2 assists per game, uh, and he's gone over this number in six out of, out of his last eight. One of my favorite young players in the league mm-hmm. uh, doesn't get talked about enough. He's uh, another guy that's always hovering around uh, a triple double. Uh, so just looking at over five and a half assists. I think he's a little bit of a facilitator tonight. Um SGA is going to get his points. I think he might dish out a few assists to him alone. So let's take Giddy over five and a half assists at minus one thirty-three. All right. I think his I think his triple double is like plus nine hundred or nine fifty. Is that what it is? He hasn't had one it's, in a while. It hasn't so been a while. Away but he's from always that. the guy who's you know he could always he could always get close. Yep. His rebounding numbers have been high. Recently. All right. Yep. All right. Let's turn our attention. I'm going to literally turn my attention to baseball. I think the Mets uh, they get out of that inning. They're two-two against the Padres. That's Snell. By the way, we got a text message. Blake Snell is Harry's pick for um, uh, Cy Young for the National League. We got a text. What is this, Michael? A text message to the 
one whining moment hotline? Could you even do that? Yeah, it's a text. Uh, once in a while, we get some. I think Ben Kelly sent a few. Uh-huh. Um, Who? Well, so this, but this is uh, it's a text message to our one whining moment hotline. So if anyone wants to doesn't want to call and they want to text us, uh, feel free. OK, give that number or if we have it. Hand, I don't know. Do you have it handy? We'll we'll. Uh, OK, here it is. The one whining moment hotline. And you could text you could. I guess, I guess you could text this number four, two, four, two, two, five, two, seven, two, six. Yeah, because I thought the one whining moment was over. Well, this is what happens, Harry. When people are shut out, they have to go, go through creative means to um, contact mm. you. So they're yeah, I just don't know who that they're is. They're texting phone numbers, um, Stop it, just one eight hundred numbers, basically. But anyway, the the text says, "Great news, Harry. Blake Snell is now fifty five to one to win the Cy Young after two starts. Snell went from thirty three to fifty five. I know you said Snell would." Uh, start strong this season. So Snell is due to be lights out the next several starts, according to your preseason. Spoiler, you don't give predictions. You're like Paul Heyman, you give spoilers. So that was, uh, so there you go. And Snell, I think is, um, I don't know, two runs through three innings. So I eight, know, base runner, eight base runners, three innings. Oh man, Harry. Yeah. I don't wow. Know. That doesn't mean wow. that's him. That doesn't my, mean my that's American him. That could be anybody, Luis Harry. looks okay though, right? What is it? My Luis Castillo for the Mariners, my AL Cy Young. He looks okay, right? Does he? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Yankees won yesterday. That now they're what are they down two nothing here? I know this game will be over. Three by nothing. Time. Three nothing. Mm. See, Paul, you won yesterday because you had Oswaldo Cabrera hitting playing shortstop, right? And then you put the kid back <laughs> in. Yeah, he's up to one fifty two. He, 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 he doubled to lead off the he game. He does have it. He's one for two, right? Look at that. He's boys. up to like one Let off let him off today. <laughs> let him off with a double. But uh Clark Schmidt's just not getting it done for the Yankees. Uh, yeah. It's a looks tough like one. he's a guy that's better suited for the bullpen. Uh you know, you gotta love the you know the the bottom of the Yankees order today too. So it's tough to win when you're resting guys. It's amazing, Sal. Mm. I don't get baseball where Guys are getting rested so early in the season, which again, they, we grew up in an era where guys played every day. I, I and it doesn't really make sense because a game now can mean just as much as a game in September. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And, so and whatever. the guys are rest guys. How about getting a huge lead and then you can start resting guys in August and September? Well, also, uh, do the, that. These games are ninety minutes long. Get them. Get in. Get out. Give me a right? break, Sal. Me, it's so. Well, Dumb. that that is so true. Dumb. I will say somebody. I heard somebody say that yesterday, but that is very true. Though the game's being short, though, how great is it for like outfielders, right? Sure. Like, or people people in the field, like you're just not waiting around anymore. It's fantastic. I yeah. heard catchers. So, it might hurt catchers a little more, right? Pitchers still have to figure out the pitch clock and everything else. That's of course that's going to be uh, depend on the individual right. catchers. I'm not sure overall it doesn't take as much toll, but getting in and out of your stance quickly is probably. A pain in the ass, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I think know so. Yeah, uh, they, they, they're saying that the um, the uh, the innings where runs are being scored are kind of like the, what it used to be, but the one, two, three innings they're saying mm. are so quick. Yeah, like these one, two, three innings could be over in like a minute and a half. You know, like a minute. I'm going to you Mets know, Dodgers so Tuesday, and, and I'm thinking about leaving in like 20 minutes um, because I don't want to <laughs> because these games are so short. You can't get there in the bottom of the first anymore. Um, Good point. You get screwed. So anyway, it doesn't. None of this really seems to matter because the Rays are going to go undefeated. They're now 11 and 0. They play the Sox again tonight. McClanahan went five, and then four relievers finished it up, which actually looked like a normal box score which is not typical of the Rays, but right. five innings and then four one innings is fine. They got six guys in the lineup, Parley Kid, over 300. And uh, 
I, yeah. I, don't, I know. don't know how they keep us out. I've talked about it. Yeah. They're, I just, again, they're just obviously their management, mm-hmm. the guys, their scouting system, their player development is fantastic. Uh, kudos to them. They do a great how about, job. How about this, guys? Not only are they 11 and 0, they're 10 and 1 if you take the minus one and a half. Uh, exactly. 10 and 1. Yeah. That's and ridiculous. Hey, Elsie Young, McClanahan, and Caesars sitting at 12 to 1. That's pretty good. 3 and 0. Yeah. Well, what are you doing? You just went crazy about Castillo. How many guys are you going to have? I could take three or four. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, you know, there's a famous Francesa call, which is great. Some guy after the Mets won their opening day of years ago, he said, what are the chances of the Mets going 162 and 0? And he freaked out on the guy, you know, he's like, oh, it is a real, it is a real idiot. I love when these idiots call in 162 and all. Uh, Nick in New Jersey. What's up, Nick? Hey, Mike. Uh, I was just wondering with the, uh... Yankees and uh, just baseball in general, do you ever see a team going undefeated in the regular season that being as dominant as the Pats and the Dolphins where they run the table? 162-0? and Yeah, like a team being that dominant. Do you think that could be that could happen in baseball? You're not serious, are you? No, like we've seen... Have you seen anybody come close to 162-0? Let me ask you, Paulie Kid. Uh, and then we'll take a break. When would you start thinking you had a chance as a to go 162 and 0? What would your team's record have to be to be like, you know what? I, th- I think we can maybe do this. 100 and, 120. Oh wow, that's about what I said. I said 125. Yeah. Brian? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like 120 guess, and 0 before yeah. like, hey, could we do yeah, this? I'd yeah. say maybe yeah. a little bit less. If you're like mm-hmm. 110, then you're right. like, oh, um, we've gotten That's to one, we've question. gotten to 110 <laughs> straight wins. So yeah. Harry uh, <laughs> is the other end of the spectrum. When I did that mortgage madness challenge, I was gonna pay someone's mortgage for a year if they went the first weekend picking the NCAA games perfectly. Harry got four of the first 48 and was walking around the Kimball Comedy Club bragging to everyone how he was going to take my money. So, Harry, it's a little I was less, the only yeah. Furman. That's true. That's true. <laughs> four no. <laughs> he had 44 to go, and he was like, I got this. I got uh, it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll give Caesar some love, and we'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Two words, Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, NHL playoff update. Penguins lose to the Blackhawks. It was great. I have the Pens to not make the playoffs at 3-1. to one. What were they, Bri? They were minus 350? More? No, I think more. they were minus... No, I, I saw 550. Yeah, 550. I, right? Crazy. Crazy. The Blackhawks yeah, coming off. It was a it was a back to back. They're coming to town. Obviously, nothing to play for. The Pens go down one nothing early. Well, not early. It was no score for a while. They're down one so nothing. They lose yeah. five two. And now, oh, it's so great because Damashek's watching on DVR and Spaghetti and I are laughing. We're giggling about the results here. Babyface Joel Solomon. This is going to be terrific. Although I really like it when they're around. And if they match up with the Rangers, that's fun too. So what do we root for here? My bet or just the content for the podcast? Well, I feel like Dave always, he braced himself. He was like, I don't know. I'm not, I got a bad feeling about this. So he's going to lean on, on that. But no, I, I feel like the... This is what you want. He said that they would give the Bruins a series. So as much as he did, I want meatballs uh, Islanders in. That would be fun for him. I mean, let's get the Penguins in, in this so we then we well, can suffer more. Three to one. I do want to. I, I, there's so few and far between these bets that I could cash. So I would like to maybe win that. But you're right. It is fun to see him agonize for another two or three weeks. And by the way, he j- did jinx himself. Meatballs, wasn't he saying, oh, there hasn't been a big favorite to lose in forever, right? I think he was saying that. And then uh, the Pens jump out there and uh, and they lose. That's so great. So the Islanders win tonight and they're in, right? And if they actually yep. get a point, they're in, right, Bri? Uh, they tie, I think the tie that you is win, right? right. That yeah. is correct. That yeah. is correct. Yeah, right. we have the tiebreaker over so the you just need to yeah. be tied in regulation. Minus 355 over Although- Canadians, yeah. Although, yeah, if they win, they're still, um, yeah, we'd still be rooting for the Panthers to lose to Carolina. I think that's tomorrow. Because if you're yeah. the Islanders, you want to get the seven spot. You want the you seven. Want, you want to avoid the Bruins, you don't want for eight. sure. Yeah, you don't want eight. If you get seven, you get it, you know. Right. You Carolina, Devils, it's all right. Michael, how do you feel about this? I'm thinking Raptors, Isles, Moneyline, Parlay. Forget the Raptors. Ooh. What do you think about the Islanders? Anyway. It would be... The perfect uh, no, no. result for the Islanders to lose tonight. It would sum up the whole Islander season, but I do. I don't think there's any possible way they can lose. Um, <laughs> Sorokin is plus five fifty to have a shutout, oh, which okay, brother Bry might want you to place some money on that for me. <laughs> really, in New York? Wow, look at that! All right, Sorokin shutout plus five fifty. I like these. Maybe we take the NBA unders and the plus five fifty. We got a bunch of winners. Everywhere there. All right. Sorry, Damashek. I'm still actually not sure. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't want to spoil it for him. I don't know when he's going to watch on DVR. I assume he's got it by today. Speaking of watching sports and DVR and uh, otherwise, YouTube has announced its Sunday ticket prices 
Uh, fans on Twitter are pretty upset. So subscribers to what is it to YouTube, uh, YouTube TV. It's three hundred forty nine dollars yeah. for the season. Two forty nine if you purchase before June 6th. Three eighty nine if you bundle with Red Zone. Two eighty nine early and non YouTube TV subscribers pay four forty nine for the season. Three forty nine early. Four eighty nine and three eighty nine with Red Zone. Harry, you are your best bet is uh, to split <laughs> a, a password with Joel, Babyface Joel Solomon, right? For this, <laughs> maybe so. Listen, I, I don't even know what like Red Zone is. That's all I need. I need I have Red Zone. I have the ge- regular games that are on. I've got two computers going at the same time, looking at stats and numbers and everything. That's all I need. Come How on. is it that you have two computers going at the same time, but you shoot this podcast on your phone? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm on my computer now. I've changed. Oh, you changed. I've evolved, baby. All right. Uh, Babyface, is this something you'd be willing to um, split with Harry? I, I'd rather him just move in. It would be easier. if he, Maybe he just comes and lives with me for the football season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can do the dog walking, Joe. Yeah, I can do is, the dog walking. Oh, it is a lot. Like, I would just need, as much as I love it, I, I really would just want the Steelers. Like, if there's a way really? I could hmm. just, I don't know. Well, I, I love try, watching my fantasy team, but exactly. Like, now I'm watching it on my phone, and I'm getting, I'm getting the highlights anyway, whereas – I don't know. It, it's, it, but the Steelers, I'm trying to think if they broke that off. First of all, the Steelers are going to have five primetime games and maybe right. well, more now. You double up. So now you have right. paying for uh, 11, 10, 11, 12 games, right? Um, yeah, so I, I, I think I ev- event- eventually, Sal, they'll they'll do something, but you'll pay like half, right, for just one team. Yeah, right. So it's not going to be worth it. I will say everybody's complaining about the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you buy this before... June 6th. Sixth. I mean, yeah. 349 is not much different. I mean, I think I was paying three something anyway. And the fact that I don't need anything else to get it mm-hmm. is so much better. It's so much better. My only, my biggest concern, I have two concerns. How many streams can I have? Because I've, you know, I have the three TVs. Yeah. I've, uh, YouTube TV, you can stream three, three at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're not a YouTube subscriber, if, if you just, if they're just going to give you access to like one or three still with this. Interesting. That, I, that um, it that can't I be def- one. They got to at least make three. So if I have a right, four, right, if I for have your house, you need would, it for your house, right? Like if, I would have if to get multiple the, people the, and the local game plus the three streams, I guess right, would be the, what I would do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you would have to do or the red zone. Ch- yeah, whatever. But then yeah. the other thing is my stream cannot be three minutes behind that has to be yeah. figured out soon it cannot be especially for gambling it cannot be this far behind bryce talking about his yeah. urinary effect infection right yes. now but your stream yeah. Yeah, yeah um yeah i know yeah tighten that up it was a number there about like um how did you did we do this on what did we read this baby face about the lag in time did we do this yesterday like Fox is 23 seconds and Amazon was 39 seconds. I don't want to say the wrong numbers, but Amazon it was pathetic how far behind they were. But and we got to figure out what Amaz- YouTube is. I don't think Amazon was that bad compared to like, we've, we've been on text chains with people who are on streams for stuff and we're on satellite or cable and we're like a minute and a half ahead of them. Like you can't right. have the. Well, we don't actually that. know what's what it is compared to people sitting in the stadium, but well, right. whatever within well, each other. Have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, during when we were watching games with Parley Kid, whatever. He pays a lot more. He, he must got. pay a lot more, right? Uh, <laughs> because he was two minutes ahead. Yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah. Look, it, it seems, I try to put it in perspective, and I'm, I'm different from everybody because 
I know that it is a little pricey for the average fan, but I'm a I'm a football junkie. And when you lose as much money gambling on these games as I plan to, am I really going to fight about like 60 bucks? I'm, of course, going to yeah. get this, but I'll probably yeah. keep direct TV until like NBA and everything else is exclusively streaming. Right. Then I'll dump it. Um, well, I'll- yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I actually was looking at that this morning. Yeah, you have to weigh. Right. So like in New York. You, uh, YouTube doesn't have Yes Network or MSG, so you'd have to buy those packages as well, which oh, range yeah. from you can get the Yes Network for two hundred bucks for the year, you get MSG for three hundred bucks for the year, so it's five hundred. You know, so you're paying yeah. forty some forty something a month. On t- so you got you got to weigh it. Um, I started doing a spreadsheet before to see. Oh what man, this it, is but. crazy math we got to do. <laughs> I like that Stars Channel. That's why I'll keep Directv. I saw our friend Stephen Amell at uh, WrestleMania. His show oh, is nice. dynamite. Oh, so good. I'll probably yeah. keep it just for heels. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll uh, wrap things up. All right, the sports Emmys were announced. Um, well, the nominees were announced, and so it's Kenny Albert, Mike Breen, Joe Buck, Ian Eagle, Chris Fowler, Al Michaels, and Mike Tarico. Is that right, Babyface? It's those um, eight guys, three, four, five, right? Seven? Yeah, our pal Kevin Harlan, not there. But, yes, yeah, some big names on there. Some Harry likes, some Harry has uh, not a fan. Harry, you so. want to Rico. I, I like all these guys fine, but you you are especially mm-hmm. um, over your skis with Mike Tarico. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, he has an array of knowledge in all different sports. He's broadcasted everything. Mm-hmm. Um, his calls are legendary. NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, does golf all over the place, Olympics hosts, Kentucky Derby last year. He's a fantastic. I like, for example, the wild card game against Baltimore for the Bengals, the Sam Hubbard 98 yard return. Mm. You look it up on YouTube, tremendous call by Tariko. He's fantastic at everything he does. Put them right around Huntley. He reaches. Oh, that ball's out. That's live. Back the other way, Sam Hubbard. The Cincinnati kid. Mike Breen is good, but he just does NBA. Al Michaels, I just think he's lost his fire as a broadcaster. I think Mr. Michaels needs to put up the mic. Uh, Kenny Albert and Ian Eagle are very good. Uh, their next mistake probably will be their first, especially Ian Eagle. But um, And Fowler's good, too. Uh, but he's a little over the top. Joe Buck, extremely overrated. Oh, and I don't fortunate. think so. Give it at that. Never wows me. Tariqa wows me every single time. I he's miss Buck a lot. Brian well, is Buck baseball, baseball, I, 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 baseball. There is, yeah. there's a, there is a specific uh, thing. Well, I will say, look, if you could hate the guy, there's plenty of guys through baseball that I've hated. It's yeah. just like, you hate them, but there's something about the voice, right? Yeah, you get, right. you get so used to yeah. it in baseball more so than any sport. Mm-hmm. You get used to, you get used to voices, but South, you had to choose which one of these. Well, wh- if I had to choose like one the of them, I mean, I have, first of all, Babyface is right. Uh, it's a crime that our guy Kevin Harlan wasn't mentioned. Yes, but, definitely. Harlan's the best. Yeah. But, and I know Doc Emmerich retired two years ago. Uh, and, and I think he should have won every year that he did. And every year that he didn't win, he should have oh, won true. because he was yep. spectacular. And that yep. is actually very difficult to do what he does. But um, first, it, Gus Johnson not being on here uh, yeah, is, is outrageous. It's just outrageous. He, he gives you, he gives you everything you need in a broadcast. You talk about having fire and, 
and calling memorable calls and everything. I mean, just you can make if you string together like his best calls on Twitter, it blows all these guys away. I don't know, though. I really do like all of them, though. I like Breen. I like Eagle. I like Fowler. Michaels is a legend. Fell off a little this year. Um, I might go eye and Eagle. I think he's underrated. Talk about under someone who's not probably rated. I um, agree. I think he's I agree. Good. Yeah. For multiple for multiple sports, I agree. Yeah. Because right? you you get him for you get never him makes at, mistakes. You get him NBA right. Uh, you get him co- college mm-hmm. basketball football. Very yeah, smooth. You get him, very very smooth. You get him for everything. He's he's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Joel, I was thinking this. Who do you like, Joel? Uh, man, Harry's guy is pretty good. Rico is he to be able to do all these things. Yeah. Uh, well, then you got to like, think, think, he's a tremendous host past. though, too. Not just broadcasting games. What do you mean? Host? You're you're going, host going to a dinner party? Really what do you mean? Too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I can't believe Nance wasn't on here though, either. Right? Yeah. I thought so too. Especially Nance, with Gus Johnson. They could have. Basketball. They could have, uh, right. Yeah. They could have, oh, God. They could have stupid uh, when Gus isn't on there. Yeah. I, I do feel bad. Alan Michaels did have some crappy games this year because this, of the scripts. The scripts weren't as good. Uh, so. <laughs> the fact that he even showed up to those games, maybe he should win the award. All right. So that does it. So, oh, okay. So we have the Boston Marathon on Monday. And Megan Connolly is running this for, I think, the 709th time. And so out of solidarity, what are we doing, Harry, on Monday's podcast? You are going to be on a treadmill and you're going to do your own Boston marathon, right? But a, sure. as you're walking and doing the podcast, you're going to be sampling Boston delicacies, right? So like a Boston cream pie or Boston cream <laughs> pie donut. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Boston cream donut. Sure. Yeah. New England clam chowder. Um, what else? Boston market uh, delicacy. Boston, Boston baked beans. Boston baked which I'm beans. I'm not a big fan of, but I will. You're not? I'll, but I'll, it could be I'll good. endure. All right. So then Harry's going to Harry's gonna get through this. What do you think, Bri? It's a good idea or no? Um, for- <laughs> see, see, <laughs> my right, remember, Bri, my right knee gets injured during right. Springsteen concerts. Right. There's, there's a good so. chance. Yeah, he hurts his foot. He, he pulls a hamstring. He throws up. He, How slow he, is the pot? He collapses, is the, heart is the attack. Run. It's a lot of I won't throw up. It's a lot of different you things. You might have cream and beans and, and chowder. <laughs> you might, this is not a <laughs> not a good mix, but you know, you're doing it for uh, Megan Conley. Um, did you pick? Do you want to Megan? Do you want to you want to pick a number? Right because you famously guessed her uh, her time last year, like almost to the let's second. Go, uh, you could wait till Thursday or you could give it now. I got it now. All right. Three hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> three minutes, and 49 seconds. Wow. That's like, All right. Isn't that like right at what you said it at on the, on the I, I might have. I forgot what I did, so you can't do it anymore because we're locked out. But uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. We had our April had pop right culture. Was it 303.49? All right. <laughs> close, yep. close. Good pick, Harry. You, you know, the poor girl wants to, her dream is to get a sub three-hour marathon. And again, you're betting against her. Yeah, but she's uh, she didn't get it last year, and she's a year older. That's true. It's true. She may have aged herself out of the game. All right, so uh, let's check on that for Monday. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For uh, Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.